<laughs> oh, okay. Okay, good afternoon. I have the lovely Linda with me. I'll let Linda uh, introduce herself and tell us a little bit about herself. Oh, what she wants to know. Okay, okay, so I'm Linda Renham. I write thrillers for Bloodhound Books. Previously to that, I wrote romantic comedies. I think I wrote maybe 16 of those, which I have all at the side of me here. So I'll just sort of show you one, which is, um, do you see that okay? Yeah. That's pink wellies and flat caps. That one um, went to number one, actually. So, uh, so I was really quite proud of that. Um, so I used to write for news agencies. That's what I originally did. So I wrote articles. Um, things like that. Uh, I wrote a lot of articles for um, an American magazine, and they were basically about the Israeli-Palestinian uh, conflict. So, uh, which is obviously very, <laughs> at the moment, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be doing it. Um, that caused me to get trolled quite a lot uh, on Twitter and Facebook, which wasn't very comfortable. Um, because I was pro-Palestinian, and I I got I got sort of quite quite attacked. Um, so I eventually I carried on writing for the magazine, but I stopped writing those particular articles where I would interview people because I'd previously spent a lot of time in Israel myself. So that was why I had the interest in writing the articles. So then I started writing novels again, which I'd done previously. Um, going back several years um then I was in a not very good marriage and so I didn't write for 25 years so that's quite a big gap uh then I remarried and started writing again and that's how the romantic comedies started up um but then I sort of dried up because there's only so much humor that you can you know, that can come out of your head and then you find that you're repeating yourself and perhaps that was in a previous book. So so then I had this idea for a thriller, which I'd wanted to write for ages, so I did, and that was Remember Me, which, of course, now has 7,800 reviews on Amazon, both in the UK and the US. And, um, and then I was headhunted by Bloodhound Books so I accepted their offer, and I've been with them with my thrillers ever since. So that's wow. a bit about me. I live in Oxfordshire, in the Cotswolds, in the countryside. Um, really yeah, it is in a small little village, um, in a small cottage. But no, it suits us. We have this summer house outside, you know, in the garden. This is where I work. So that's a bit about me. Probably more than enough. <laughs> Oh, there's still plenty I can ask you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, far away. Um, did you always want to write? <laughs> yeah, my first piece was published when I was seven in a Harold Hare magazine. You probably won't remember Harold Hare, uh, but it was a comic that my mum used to buy me every week. And Harold Hare was a rabbit, and 
we got a rabbit and I called it Harold and I wrote a poem about my rabbit and my dad sent it to the magazine and the magazine, the comic, published it. So so from and I used to write at school um under the desk doing lessons I didn't like. <laughs> and um until do you remember Peyton Place? Probably. It rings a bell, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well yeah. I wrote I wrote my own <laughs> my own version of that and um i used to write it under the desk during lessons i hated which generally was most lessons uh and uh one day i was really into it and then suddenly they were all just snatched out of my hand when the teacher <laughs> discovered and my mom was called up to the school and so on um so i've been writing really for as long as i can actually remember you know even from early school days um yeah a lot of it was confiscated <laughs> I think I got it back in the end. But yeah, a lot of that went on. But yeah, for a long time. And what made you sit down the very first time and say, that's it, now's the time I'm going to write. I'm going to write my first book. I think it was my second husband that said I had loads of manuscripts that I'd written over the years that had rejections and some had almost been accepted and so on. And he said, you can't not do this. You know, it's ridiculous. You've got this imagination that you really should be using. So why don't you start writing again? So I did, really. And I sent a couple off that I wrote. And as usual, you know, got rejected. And then I and I thought, hang on a minute. Bridget Jones, this baby. Now, Bridget Jones is really popular. Why don't I try to do, like, a feel-good kind of romance but in a book rather than a film so that's when I wrote Croissants and Jam which was my first comedy they all had names like that Croissants and Jam Fudge Berries and Frog Snickers and things like that you know um, and with those kind of sort, of sort of covers and they did exceptionally well and I thought okay that's what's wanted so I enjoy writing it so I'll, I'll write those and then they all did really well but it was him really that kind of got me started again. Yeah. Otherwise, oh. yeah, I know. Otherwise, I probably probably would never have thought of doing it again because it had been sort of 25 years. And, you know, unless someone else sort of gives you that push, you don't really. So, yeah, I've got him to thank for that. Was he worried when you moved from uh, romantic comedies to thrillers? <laughs> yeah. He, actually, yeah, you know, he was. When I wrote <laughs> When I actually came up with the idea of Remember Me, which was after we'd been to Friends for Dinner, that's where the idea came from. Um, he said, oh, no, your readers won't like it. It's not what they'll be expecting. They'll be really worried about it. And, you know, it, it won't be what they'll want. And you'll get bad reviews. And I said, I don't care. I want to write it. And if it doesn't sell, it doesn't matter. But it did. It did exceptionally well. It just went crazy in America. And it, and here and then the same thing again with bloodhound books when they actually reissued it it's done exceptionally well a second time around so i'll show you it <laughs> there it is. it's um yeah it's actually a book that's done so well not just once but twice i mean that's just fairly unique i think i mean i've just done so well out of it and I, I really can't tell you what it is that makes it so gripping, but everyone 
everyone that reads it says what it is is that you never guess the end and the end just blows you away so i guess that's what it is and i think there's a little bit of mind games that i play in it so you think you know who it is all the time and then you get this twist and then you think it's something else and then when you get to the end you think ah you know that was it so i think it's a bit a bit like that you know that's why it's been so popular I mean, you know, as you probably realise, I'm everywhere on social media and if I see a book a lot, then I know that it's good because yeah. everyone's talking about it and that was one of those. And it's been on my TBR for some time. Oh, come uh, on, read it, read it. No, I've got... Like, I've so got, many, me too. Oh, I've got a blog tour book that I'm supposed to post today and I've only got an hour left of it to read, so it's not too bad, I'm not too worried. But I don't know how I've got myself in this situation. <laughs> And then I've written my own book and I need to write probably. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, you must be thrilled. (laughs) I'm so happy I can't even yeah. Yeah. It's a big moment. It was, yeah. I got the email on New Year's Eve as well. What a day to get the email. It was about eight o'clock on New Year's Eve, so I'm like, oh, next year finally we'll be good. And then the eighth of January it's like (laughs) same old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anyway. yeah no, so. just enjoy it. <laughs> I will, yeah. I just I'm waiting for my cover actually, that's my next thing. So Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'm checking my email as much now as I was when I was waiting to hear from publishers. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm waiting for the cover of my next one. So always a bit nervous about what that would look like or what it would be like, but we'll see. That's out uh, in August. And that's Oh no, I mustn't because the time's away. Oh no, <laughs> I'll be in trouble. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I'll get into trouble, but it's uh, it's out in August. The so next, and that's a thriller. Awesome. I think I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, was there any difficulty in moving from romantic comedy writing to thriller writing? Was it? No, a difficult... no, it was so easy. <laughs> it was really so easy. The only thing I find. Um, going from a romantic comedy to a thriller the only difficulty I found with a romantic comedy you don't have to worry about plot twists or there might be a plot hole that you've missed or something like that you know with a thriller obviously everything's got to fit together and you end up finding it's all like it seems great in your head and when you start writing it down you realise there's all these plot holes that you've somehow got to plug and each time you manage to plug a plot hole, there's another plot hole that pops up out of that one. So um, I think that's the only difficult part about it, is making it all all fit and not seem too far-fetched. Because obviously, you know, it's quite hard to make it realistic. And, and, that, and that's quite hard if you don't want to have any kind of plot holes. <laughs> Which I've tried, I think I've tried to avoid, but I've, like the one I'm writing now, I've been going over a bit and thought, ah, of course that won't work. How stupid. You know, you just realise, you know, this character's actually going to be at home, so that couldn't have happened, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> but you work around that, don't you? In the end, you, you somehow find a way, even if you have to slot the chapters around to make it fit, you know, you make it work. But yeah. uh, that, that's the hardest thing, isn't it? I think trying to... Yeah, that's that's for me anyway. 
And and the trouble is I watch lots of TV series and I see those are plot holes and I think, oh, they can get away with it. But then I think, no, <laughs> trouble is you'll end up with bad reviews. It's not worth it. So, yeah. Yeah, us readers yeah. are quite discerning and we're like, exactly. well, that can't Yeah, happen here, it, exactly. So you have to do all your research and sometimes that takes quite a lot of time. So writing thrillers, I think, takes longer. Whereas with a romantic comedy, you can kind of fly through that fairly very fast it's you know the love and the romance and all this kind of stuff and the, the humor I mean that's quite easy and there's no plots that you have to make sure they all fit together properly so I think uh yeah probably thinking about it thriller writing is a little bit harder yeah Um, how do you uh, go about choosing character names? I go on the internet <laughs> Unless I meet someone and, you know, no, 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 she doesn't want you on the, that. come over here. Listen, over here. Not on the computer. Unfortunately, it's his favourite place. He thinks the keyboard is a bed and I can't kind of convince him it isn't yet. Can you just sit there, okay? I know you can see someone moving, but you just sit there, okay? I've forgotten the question then. Character names. Oh, yeah. I, I might meet someone who have a very unusual name, and I think, oh, I'll make a note of that. I tend to look at... Wait, don't you fight with me? I tend to look um, in, in cemeteries as well, because you get some really good names there, don't you? Especially the very old names. They can be really quite useful. Um, again, like I say, on the internet, I know, I know, I know, but you, you can't go on there, okay? So I'm talking to this lady, Donna, all right? And life's not all about you, right? <laughs> um, or like I have a, a name, is uh, no, Aidan Meads that I want to use for a book, which I've been keeping to one side for ages because I know what I want to write about him. Um, and that just came out of my head, so I didn't find that from anywhere. But that's, yeah, mostly it's looking online or someone's name. I might think, oh, that's interesting. I'll make a note of it and look back at that later, that kind of thing. But it's quite hard to get names that aren't the same ones that are used by like Daisy or whatever it is, or, you know, that everyone seems to use. It's like, you have to be very careful to try and get, I like to try and get unusual names if I can, but it's not always easy. yeah um i uh had the name jack dash saved in my notes because it's such a cool name like how can i not save that name and it sounds like a personal a pi or Yeah. something or something like that so it's it's there and I still remember it actually even though it's in my phone notes and I think I've got a couple of others but I'm like that's such a cool name I need to use this Yeah. name Yeah. sometimes Yeah. Exactly. so <laughs> yeah Yeah. Yeah. You hear these names and you've got to, you just got to hang on to them. And then you you sort of know when it's the right time to use them, don't you? Yeah, that's a cool one. That is a cool one. yeah yeah as soon as I saw it I was like, oh that's awesome so yeah I'll Yeah, save it later yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one. Have you used any um, names of people you know? <laughs> yes, well, kind of. Um, yeah, I wrote three, um, oh dear, um, 
three books called the Little Perrin series, which is written under the name of Amy Perfect. And a lot of the characters are based on people in my village, but I don't think they've actually realised yet. <laughs> um, hopefully not. Uh, I also um, have used the names of some people in the village. I've, I have asked them first because they have very interesting names. So um, I've used those. The the village where the lies she told is set is called Stones End. That's right. And I live not far from a village called Stones Field. So, um, of course, everyone misread it when I was advertising it. And the people who lived in Stones Field were emailing me and saying, is that about the real murder in Stonesfield? So apparently there really was one <laughs> going back about 12 years ago. And I have to say, no, no, it's nothing to do. I didn't even know about what is this murder. So of course I found out all about that. It was quite <laughs> shocking. Um, so yeah, I've used a few names and names of pubs, things like that that, that I know of in the village. So um, yeah, I have used people's names, but I have asked permission. Uh, otherwise, you know, people can get up, get upset if they don't really want their name in a book. So I usually say, "Do you mind?" And they're normally quite happy to have their name put in a book, aren't they? So, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, most people I know won't really want their names to be in yeah. the book. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really quite pleased. Yeah, yeah. So there's um a, a good friend in the village, and I, I've used his name on the condition that he's a the romantic hero. <laughs> So, so I've, I've I've kind of done that I think I think uh, enough to please him anyway. Let's say it that way. <laughs> yeah, my um one of my oldest school friends that I've known since I was thirteen, I put her in my book, so she's dying to read it to find out whether I like her or not. <laughs> so, well, I really like that. work like that, but okay. Everyone always asks me, am I the murderer? <laughs> and I say, no, no, I would never make anyone I know the, the actual murderer or the victim come to that, no. <laughs> I'm actually, um, my, my, the murder of mine is based on someone real, but she was fine for me to make her and she's quite honoured. So, yeah, the murder yeah. of mine is someone real. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that's quite good. Yeah, and the victim kind of is. But we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That gives you we'll much away. We'll talk about that, mate. It's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of don't need him to find out as well. His name isn't real, the same, but mm, close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, I think I think the only thing you have to be careful now, I don't think you used to be, is using well-known people's names because apparently now they're getting quite difficult with that. Um, yeah. As song lyrics, I think apparently now oh, you yeah, get not. Oh yeah, you can't do that. I've heard that. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is a shame because I wanted to use some Leonard Cohen lyrics in one of the romantic comedies, and I did ask for permission, but they never came back to me. So I thought, well, I better not. Yeah. Better not use it. We did have uh, a slight issue. I don't think I've got it here. Oh yes, I have. Um, which I thought was kind of fun, which was Fifty Shades of Roxy Brown. Which was like a spoof on Fifty Shades, basically. Um, so you can see the even the cover is, you know, her hands up, handcuffed kind of thing. Um, 
And then we got told by a solicitor that um that the author of Fifty Shades can E.L. James can be a bit on the aggressive side because she had apparently painted the words Fifty Shades. And I didn't know that because I thought it was just a general phrase, Fifty Shades, you know. But apparently yeah. she had, I don't know, patent or whatever the word is. And if anybody else used it, she could actually take them to court and all sorts of things. So we went into a massive panic, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> And they said, as long as your book keeps under the radar and she doesn't spot it, you'll be okay. And then someone who lives not far away in Reading opened up a sex shop or something and called it Fifty Shades of Something. Anyway, she went after her very aggressively and um, that all got a bit nasty. And then I really panicked. <laughs> so then we had a, a new title called Fifty Days of Roxy Brown. Should we have to quickly change it? And I was praying. I mean, you don't normally pray for your book not to do well. And I'm actually praying my it wouldn't do well. And it actually <laughs> just went up the charts. And I'm saying, no, no, please, <laughs> please come down. Um, but it went fairly high and we never heard a thing. So obviously she either thought she's not worth bothering with, <laughs> which is most likely the case, um, or it didn't bother her. I don't know. But anyway, we got away with it, which was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was wow. um yeah, that was a bit of a yeah, I never realised that she'd actually painted those words. I didn't No, I just no. Wow. So you can't no, you I... can't use them. Don't try and write a book. <laughs> no. Not my I've I've read them all, but it's not my thing that I'd write. <laughs> so no, no, I only read safe, one. Yeah. I, read oh, I, quite, I must one. admit I quite enjoyed them. Um not for you know, if I says it's terrible writing, I'm thinking, well, people are reading them for the style of writing, aren't they? The quality of writing, so oh, no, I mean, you know, all credit to her. I mean, you know, she did really well with it, so yeah, we, we'd all like to do that as well as as well as her, and you know, knocking the writing. I, mean, I don't see the point in that. I mean, she did well, I just think good for her, yeah. you know, she got yeah. films out of it, and I think a lot of that is just a little bit of jealousy. You know,、uh, yes, it's not my cup of tea. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock her. You know, no, no, no reason. I think the whole idea really should be you support each other. You know, that's, I think for me, that's important that you just support each other because you know it's a big enough market out there for everyone.
No, I don't this jealousy thing and and copying people's books and you know that kind of stuff. I don't really. You can't write the story yourself. Don't just don't do it then. <laughs> you know, don't copy someone else's work that they'll probably spend hours and hours putting. You know, lots of work Yeah. into that. That's just not fair. No, no, Yeah. I don't like that. Good, If you you agree make, on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, um, you know, I know a lot of people, and I've heard all sorts of different things from different people. So yeah, I, I really feel for them. And they're completely powerless, especially when their books are copied. They're utterly Yeah. powerless. I And I didn't know. I can't believe that in this day and age, they can't do anything. know, I know. No, I, I was surprised about that when someone copied a whole book of someone's and they couldn't do anything about it. And I thought, well, why talk about plagiarism if nothing can be done? I mean, surely if you've copied a whole book, but it seems you can't, nothing you can do. Yeah, shocking. Absolutely shocking. I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. And the ones that give have the free, well, they give your book away for free. Yeah, they're Times, a nightmare, aren't they? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Black and mold, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Spend a lot of time. I think a lot of us spend a lot of time contacting our publishers saying it's on this site now or on that site now. And then you start wondering, is it worth even bothering? I mean, people do it. Do people even know about these sites? You know, I
a couple of other two bloodhound books that names are escaping me for the moment, but I can't. Um, oh, there's so many that that I make. Oh, there's um, not Lorna, but there's somebody else with bloodhound books. Um, yeah, I mean constant contact. Um, what's her name? Who wrote the something pajamas? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris. She doesn't go under Chris. Is it pajamas? Anyway, she did really well with it, exceptionally well. Um, I can't think of her author name now, but you have contact with her. She's she's lovely. Um, yeah, it's loads, absolutely loads. Actually, I just can't think of their names, but absolutely loads. And it's really nice because you can you can ask about things as well. You know, like if there's something happening. Like a books thing or whatever. If I've never been before, I can say you're going, and then I, I'll I won't feel so nervous going on my own that kind of thing. So yeah, so it's really quite nice. I think that you can. Um, Madeline Morgan, also. Um, oh, there's just yeah, so many. I just yeah. I mean, I I make a point of just being friendly with everyone really because what's of course why not? yeah. Yeah, you know, and then they support you back, and that's great. You know, John Rance slows really. It's good. It's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And have you have you done any um, in person author events or any festivals? No, I haven't been to any actually. I I did some um, signing events, which I don't really like. <laughs> I'm one of these people that just wants to sit and write the books. But I don't, I don't really want to um, actually go out there. You know, I'm not an out there person. Um, but I would like to go to some of the crime festivals. No, she doesn't want you on the computer because then you'll cut her off. <laughs> don't buy. Uh, 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 no. You're such an awkward cat. You wouldn't believe. Can you just sit here? Life is not all about you. I know you think it is. Right. I'm getting dirty looks, <laughs> which is not a good sign. <laughs> this is what I got the other. Can you see that bruise? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I got for um, playing with him and not letting him fight my jumper. And, of course, when he got the jumper, he thought he had the jumper and he actually had me. So you can imagine poor teeth in there, poor teeth marks. No, I'm taking it away. Well, she has she has to have an unfortunate close up now. <laughs> Thanks to <laughs> <for> you. <laughs> Sorry, what were we talking about before he uh, festivals, crime festivals? Yeah, I really want to go. Actually, I really want to go to some of them. Yeah, you should. Um, They're amazing. Yeah, I've heard they are, and I really would like to be part of them. Yeah, so that's something I want to do. I, really I went to, to one, and then I was I was hooked, and then yeah. I went to them all, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, what's the one? Them. What's the one in Brighton? Oh, the dark side, the one that I do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I've postponed it in a minute. Um, but hopefully I'll either do it in October or next March. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Brighton's not, it's quite easy for me to get to. That's yeah, I don't live in Brighton either. Everyone assumes I do. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't live in Brighton. <laughs> I live 100 miles away. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So you'd have to travel as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously that makes sense. I live in Bedfordshire. 
They're not that far okay. from Oxfordshire. Yeah. No, no, it's not that far. No. Yeah, I live. I, I live. I live in a small town called Dunstable, and the nearest big town to me is Luton. And when I put Luton as an option, no one chose it, which I'm not surprised because it's a hole. Right. Um, and I don't want to go to Luton, even though that's where I work. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that other people didn't want to come to Luton. And then the next most popular was Bristol, but there's already a big festival in Bristol called Quarant Fest. So then the third most popular was Brighton. So that's where I started holding it there. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that was logic. But um, it's a bit yeah. like, it's, it's, I go to Yarn Fairs. Okay. Because I'm a, 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 oh, he's gone again, good. <laughs> Because I'm a big, I'm a big crocheter, so um, yeah, I go to lots of yarn fairs and things like that. So I suppose they're very similar. You've made me bleed again. Animals. <laughs> I've got a dog. <laughs> yeah, my dog's out in the kitchen. Um, I've got my laptop on a cushion, and if my dog knows that I've got my laptop on a cushion, she's got like the sense, and then she usually comes and looks at me. So I move the laptop, and she can see on the cushion. Like, well, was that actually trying to do something? But never mind. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. They really think they run the whole roost, don't they? Yeah. He certainly thinks he does. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we had cats for years, and yeah, <clears throat> they are the boss. Generally. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, when you edit your own books, what words do you tend to overuse? Or what do you get told off by your editor um, for? <laughs> well, well, the last one, it, not much at all. Um, so maybe I don't overuse. Maybe I overuse. I think I underuse, actually. And I think maybe... Because when, when I'm writing... Grammarly keeps coming up with and, but I like to write my books in a way that I think people will actually speak, and you know, um, and so they wouldn't actually say it that way, but they keep wanting to put it in, and and, and I don't. So maybe I underuse and. I don't think I overuse too many words, actually. I think I'm fairly good at that. Yeah, I think I'm fairly good at that. But I can you see how it could. Just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God, you really are being naughty. Can I keep my legs? Thank you. Would you like to interview a cat? Because he seems very keen. <laughs> what are you <laughs> going to talk about? Exactly, nothing. <laughs> um, what's been your most fun character to write so far and what's been the hardest character or the character that gave you the most trouble? Oh, my favourite character in all my books is Ewan Galbraith in right, hang on <laughs> that's what I do in Watching You and I absolutely love him I really love him even though he's a baddie uh yeah, I can't give any more of that away. Um, but yeah, you and Galbraith is one of my favourite characters to write, and I've never forgotten him either. But I do forget a lot of my characters. I must be honest. Um, and the most difficult one to write was most probably 
Let me think. I think it might be the main character, Blanche, um, in The Lies She Told, because there was a lot of research needed for her character. So, um, and I wanted to get it all, I wanted to get that right. Or was it Blanche's mother that was diff more difficult? May. I think probably both of them, actually. May and Blanche were quite hard characters. I had to really do a lot of research for those two. But um I think it worked. So I was, you know, happy with it. But yeah, they were they were difficult characters. And what's been um the most fun or interesting facts you found out when doing research? Oh, I found out a lot of interesting things about um um Munchausen's by proxy, which is featured in the life she told. Um so that was that was quite interesting to learn about that. Um and I've learned quite a lot about police procedure and things like that for the last one I wrote, which is coming out in August <laughs> and I can't say what it's called. And um what else have I learned? It's the thing, you learn so much. The thing is, when you're researching, it leads you to, from one thing to another to another, and you end up with, you know, looking at something that has nothing to do with your book whatsoever, and then you learn something completely new, and it's quite amazing. And then you think, oh, that'll make a good book, you know. So that's uh, that's, that's what I like about research. It kind of leads you all over the place. Um, so now I don't... about Munchausen's, did you see the story, is it, of Gypsy? Gypsy Rose or whatever. I, I didn't know anything about it, and then I yeah. kept seeing it because obviously she's just been released, hasn't she? So yeah. Well, the lie can... she told is very much based upon her story. It's um, uh, my character Blanche um goes through a similar thing, but there's there's a whole lot more in that story than there is in just it's just not about her. There's a whole lot more. But um, yeah, that that was what actually um, that's what set the idea in my head was mm -hmm. watching that. That was what actually did it. And uh, yeah, I thought that was just awful, absolutely yeah. awful. And, I mean, I know um, there's a lot of criticism. It's like she's still killed, or she got someone to kill her mum. Yeah, stuff, but, yeah. But her mum abused her for oh. so many years in the most horrific ways. It was so. terrible. It was there was yeah. nothing wrong with her. There was yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with her. And by the time the mother had finished, I mean, she was just a wreck. Yeah, but she, she had absolutely... no teeth, did she? No, she yeah. thinks she removed her tear ducts and stuff or something. Yeah, yeah. Just... Oh, she yeah. had loads of things removed, and then she was in a wheelchair, so she couldn't walk. And it was just, oh, how can you do yeah. that to your own daughter? Yeah. Just for yeah, attention. This is yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I watched the original documentary of that and then I think there was a film made of it, wasn't there? A, a dramatization. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I haven't seen the haven't seen the drama, but I watched the original documentary, which was really quite horrific because you know, you see her reaction afterwards and she's totally shocked that, you know. 
that her mother's dead, you know, because it's awful because in a sense that was all she had was Yeah. Yeah. You know, she stuck up for her, didn't she? Because she's like, she's my friend, she's all I've got, she's my mum. And yeah. Yeah, It's it was awful. awful. Yeah, in every way. No one was as well out of that situation. So, No, it's <laughs> Yeah, and there's another one that moment that I'm just I can't read in which is called. Um, I'm glad my mum is dead. That's uh, another interesting one about an actress that was pushed and pushed into acting until just because her mother wants it. Um, and how it destroys her, how she got anorex
I could ever not write. It's, you know, you get to that point where it's just part of your life, you know, and you can't imagine a day when you wouldn't be writing, unless, of course, you completely lose your mind, you know, which is <laughs> yeah. which is possible in my case, as my mum had dementia, so I often think about, oh, better get the next one written just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about it too much. There's no point. No, exactly. Yeah, you never know what tomorrow brings. So. Oh, exactly. No, no, no. And what's been your career highlight so far, or your pinch me moment that you never expected? Uh, I think the headhunting by Bloodhound actually, because I was just about to stop writing and I started studying. Um. And I'd wanted to study again for some time and I started and I just finished one course, I'd done the exams, I'd passed and then I had all the stuff for the second one and then I had um, an email from one of their, um, what you call them, commissioning editors saying we'd like to look at some of your work and I thought, oh, I better just check this out. You know, you get so much spam, don't you? So I sort of looked her up, checked her out. I thought, oh, yeah, she's for real. So I said, okay, which one do you want? And she said, all four, and gave me four titles. So I thought, okay, so sent the four titles. Then we went off to France to have to holiday with um, Carol Drinkwater. Uh, she's got a olive farm, as you probably know, in France. And she's got a little cottage on the farm. So we stayed there. Came back from that and totally forgotten about this thing that I sent these books. And then I, as soon as I came back, I got a message from from them saying they wanted to sign me. And I was like, oh, I was just about to start studying. And I had all the stuff just came through the post, you know, this whole load of stuff. And I thought, oh, dear, maybe I can do both. But that uh, that didn't work. You know, there's only so many hours in a day. And um I'm just getting older now and my brain just, just couldn't do it. So anyway, I extended the studies but they got to the point where the extension just kept going on and on and I eventually told them at Oxford I just I can't do it. So um let me have to wait till another day if it happens. I mean it's not you know, it was just something I liked to do. Didn't need to do it or anything, I just wanted to do it. So um yeah, it's just funny timing, you know, it's very strange. Yeah. But things never happen when you expect them, do they? No, they really don't, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's I think that was probably a highlight. And then when Remember Me did really well, second time around, it completely blew my mind, actually, because I think it went to something like number 70 in overall Amazon chart, and it already done exceptionally well first time. And I was just totally shocked because I thought, my God, you know, I wouldn't have thought it would have done so well as a reissue, you know, even better than the first time around. So that really gave me confidence to think, oh, well, actually, maybe thriller writing is, you know, where I sh where I should be. So that's why I kind of stuck with the thrillers because you know I, I enjoy them, and they're I think they're more challenging too, which I like. You know, I like to have the challenge. So yeah, yeah that was probably the highlight of last last year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, me has been out a year now, and it's still doing quite well. So uh, yeah, can't complain. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, 
good bloodhound books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm very grateful. Um, well, I can't think of any more questions to ask you unless you think there's anything obvious that I haven't asked you that you want to tell us. Uh, anything obvious? I want to tell you. No, I have no secrets. Have no. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Except thank you for having me. It's been very nice. Nice to see you in person. So yes, you look yes. you look the same as you do anyway on the Facebook photos. Uh, <laughs> um, is there anything else? No, I just I hope your book does really well. Hope you sell loads and loads and loads. I know I'll be buying it anyway. And yeah, I hope you did really well with it. No, be positive. I'm sure you will. Yeah, you've got lots of followers already. I mean, hello. Yeah. Can't go it's wrong, crazy. really. Yeah, can't go wrong. It's yeah, it's amazing. I must admit, when I put the the message out that I'd been signed, the the reaction was just unbelievable. Yeah. I yeah. could never could have imagined. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, your page is really good, actually. Thank you. I think, especially the highlighting. Yes, sorry, I had to go up. Someone on your no, page. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> You're like the only one. Oh, I'm well, good. As you uh, noticed, yeah, you you weren't the only one. Yeah, I've yeah. Had a few people message, so yeah, don't worry. <laughs> you'll edit that bit out, obviously. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, having gone down through depression myself, um, I'm still not having an easy time with it at times. I've got quite a few friends that are are quite ill at the moment, so I'm being. If you're low yourself and you're coping with that as well you know it's it's quite a strain on your mental health as it is and I think to say you know I don't do mental health or I, I don't believe it exists it's just so annoying when you know you know what some people go through is awful absolutely awful yeah. and it's no different to having a physical condition you know that kind of debilitates you it's exactly the same with a mental health condition you know it can debilitate you and really affect your life and for yeah. someone to make so light of it just really made me cross you know and I thought if you can't say anything nice about it then just don't say anything at all then you know yeah exactly I know it's that's that was yeah. the thing so I'm glad a few other people you know there were probably a little bit more firmer than I was I tried to be kind of nice without being yeah weird. it's a hard balance isn't it yeah yeah I mean, yeah yeah especially when she kept coming back with these silly responses which were getting like so irritating you know what I mean and I just thought oh I think this is someone I should I'll just ignore you know sometimes you just yeah. have to ignore people but yeah yeah she does usually go away if you ignore her <laughs> but yeah and, yeah. I was, and when I saw it, I was just like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah, yeah, because you know people will get upset, obviously. Well, yeah, and rightly so, because it is such an insensitive and stupid thing to say, really. Yeah. You know, and there's just no needs. Just no, no needs at all. Don't comment at all, is, is my feeling, yeah. you know. If exactly. you feel, you know, if you think something's stupid, then don't comment, but don't, like, try and start arguments about it. It's stupid. So, yeah, I was a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always raining me in and my husband. <laughs> it's, always, 
don't get involved, don't get involved. You know, when people make stupid comments, I just... And I, I, yeah, I had to bite my tongue. I think because since I've got a name and I've got my group and I've got sort of a, an image that I need to keep, so yeah. therefore I now can't really comment because, you know, I don't want to tarnish my name with all my group. No, so, exactly. And it, it does help greatly <laughs> because I'm like, nope, I can't get involved. I can't say anything because, you yeah. know, I need to be on the fence, always on the fence. It's the only yeah. way. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hard. No, it is hard. It is hard. No, I know. Well, it's been lovely talking to you. Yeah, you too. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I'll get to meet you in person at one of the events. Yeah. 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 And read my book. Yes, Wait, I any, will. Any, any ones of my books. <laughs> I would recommend Remember Me, I have to say. Yeah, I think that's the one I've got on my Kindle because I'm sure I bought, you know, I got it. Either bought it or got it un unlimited because it was everywhere. <laughs> and usually, if it's yeah. everywhere, then I do get it. I've got yeah. my, I've got a blog tool book to finish today. Then I've got a book that I was supposed to finish yesterday. <laughs> I need to finish that next. And then, if I can, then I'll try and read it after. Um, because then I think I've got a break from blog tools until about the middle of March. So, because right. I do get myself needs. I don't know why I say yes to them. I don't have time. I still work full time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Sometimes it's really hard to learn that that thing about saying no it's it's yeah. quite hard yeah you I have to there, and yeah. then I started saying yes again and then I've got myself in a tizzy so now I need to remember to say no yeah. again I was good at it and I was like no I just deleted the emails no I'm not reading any of them I read them for my own time yeah. and stuff and I don't know what happened I started saying yes so now I yeah. need to go back to no done yeah. none at all I don't have time yeah you have to put up your boundaries so you look after yourself Otherwise, you end up overdoing it. I've done that in the past. Said yes to everybody, and then of course you can't actually keep up. And yeah, it's not possible. No, and you end up letting someone down, or something goes wrong, or yeah. So I've learned to put up a few boundaries now. Like people just drop in sometimes and think because my husband's retired, they think I am automatically, and that I'm just I don't know. I don't know what they think I do just sitting here. Or, all day and they're just oh we're coming for a cup of tea until we pick the kids up from school and I think right I'll just put the computer away but now I've started saying actually no I'm in the middle of work so it's a bit awkward but you know Andrew glad to give you a cup of tea so I kind of work around it that way you know and then you keep your boundaries up and you don't interrupt your workflow otherwise that's what happens because you never get back to it you know yeah. if, it's, if it's broken like that so oh god so, yeah, yeah definitely yeah, you've got to keep yeah. keep at it, you know. Anyway, yeah. have have a good evening. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to be doing? Just well, finishing this book and kind then of just chilling. Yeah, and, uh, I've got a good work tomorrow for only for a little while, but um, then I'm working all weekend. So oh. yeah, just chilling. Yeah. Oh. Hello. Yeah, enjoy um, the day off. Yeah, that's my only day off this week. I've worked a week since last. Don't know when did I last have a day off? I remember. Oh God! <laughs> it wasn't Sunday? It wasn't Saturday? Maybe Friday? It's right last Friday, I think. Oh, yeah. So. That's not good. No, no. It's just why I probably ended up with cold. <laughs> yeah. No. Take it easy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't afford to. 